We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Obviously, the kids might be a little tired. I mean, it's always an adjustment to downshift to school, right? Uh, They have to go to bed earlier. They're getting up earlier. And this is the first full week of school for many students out there and parents and teachers and administrators. And that included in that is is the busing. And sometimes we overlook it, but I you know, obviously with the pandemic and return to school, we had a huge shortage of drivers. They had to change routes and mix up everything. Then they boosted pay and tried to fill the gaps. And I'll tell you just so we have a couple of friends in, in Windsor who who pick up the bus right near us and and they've had trouble. I think one of their kids is perfect, no problem. The other one has been laid a bunch. So uh, we thought we'd get a little bit of a insight into how things are going from that perspective. And we'll have the superintendent of East Hartford schools uh, in about an hour to get uh, that side of, of the equation. But uh, John Hipsher, uh, COO of M&J Bus, but also the VP of the Connecticut um, School Transport Association joining us here. John, good morning. How are you? Oh, good morning. Thanks for having me on. Uh, it's always good. I like to get the perspective of all, all sort of all sides. I mean, how's it going so far? Well, it's still a struggle for all of us in the busing industry, for sure, as, as you're talking about combined routes and leading into the story. Um, you know, routes that we've combined over the last few years, which has helped with the number of drivers we've had, um, we still have people leaving this, this industry, and all of us in the state of Connecticut are still short uh, in terms of our bus drivers. So, I mean, listen, you're the numbers guy, right? I mean, and, and so... And I understand that you know it's a part-time job you do in the morning and the afternoon. What what have you, what did you do in the off season to try to make up for it? And obviously, there are tons of industries that even though they try, they still can't. So it's not necessarily you know, on, on you per se. But like, what did you try to get the numbers up in the summer? Well, you're totally right. Um, other industries are hurting like us, and even the schools now are are starting to experience what we have over the last few years. I mean, what we've done is uh, we've, we've thrown a whole bunch of stuff at it. Um, certainly, it is very high-paying uh, part-time work for, um, you know, a few hours in the morning and a few hours in the afternoon. So all of us have felt wage pressure for sure and have increased uh, the wages. And there is a lot of extra work that uh, folks may not realize if they want to drive a school bus in addition to the morning and the afternoon runs. Um, oftentimes, there could be midday kindergarten runs. There could be uh, late runs taking high school and middle school kids home. And certainly, um, there is no shortage of, of athletics that the schools are doing right now. So there's a lot of extra work out there. And the advertising efforts, you, you just don't stop. It's a 12-month uh, effort now for all of us in this business. Is it uh, financially untenable to, ma- to, to make these full-time jobs? Um, I think the, the disconnect there will be what you have to uh, pay in terms of total wages and your other operating costs. I'm not sure that the districts could support uh, that in their budgets. Um, you know, if you were going to if you were going to standardize this, for example, as a, a 40 hour a week job uh, for all for all school bus drivers, I, I think that there's there's a little bit of a disconnect there. I don't think there's enough money in terms of what the the right. bus companies get paid for their uh, school bus contract. I mean, I, I asked that out of ignorance. I mean, I just but you know, I'm thinking about like what are the different ways you could try to uh, to, to fill it. We're talking with John Hipsher, COO of M and J Bus. So, I mean, has it been 
despite all the challenges, how has it been in terms of execution so far this week? Uh, operationally, I'd say that our, our, all of our managers are probably um, you know, feeling a lot of pressures now because we've consolidated runs as much as we possibly can, and, and that's across the board. We, we have learned over the last several years for sure how we can uh, minimize the number of routes, um, understand the capacities. Of course, you're never compromising safety, but um, you know, each day is, is a puzzle. Uh, one, one person being out in a, in a terminal of, say, you know, 20 buses that are running in a town, um, you, you don't have a spare sitting there. So that, that affects how that day is going to run. You have to then consolidate a right. few routes to make it happen. Um, you have to inform a district you're running late. The districts are then informing the moms and dads that it really has a, you know, a snowball effect there that um, is an inconvenience. What is the starting pay like right now, and, and how does that re- compare to last year and then sort of the year before? Yeah, a lot of us are around $19 an hour once somebody gets licensed, and, and that's you know up certainly a, a couple of bucks, maybe 2 $3 an hour just over the last few years. And, um, you know, a lot of yards you will hit your top tier in terms of, um, you know, seniority, longevity after probably six, seven years, some maybe a little bit more than that. And you can top out, depending on the region in the state of Connecticut, 25 to um, some areas, you know, uh, I would say Fairfield County or probably upper 20s, early 30s um, an hour in terms of pay. You know, a lot of we've talked a lot on this show about inflation and the, the impact on the, our community that is on a fixed income. And I think we find already anecdotally, but it'll, it'll come out in the numbers, I'm sure, too, that a lot of people are coming out of retirement to try to make a little extra money to, to offset it. And I'm wondering if you see any of that happening. And then my second question is, I know there was some talk about easing, you know, making it a little bit easier to get that CDL, what you need. Is is there any movement on that? There's been a ton of movement on, on the latter of your two points there. The, um, uh, Costa, which is the Connecticut School Transportation Association, has... Uh, developed a, a wonderful rapport with the uh, Department of Motor Vehicles um, on that front. Um, uh, Commissioner Magabani has just been a wonderful supporter of ours, and we continue to work with them. The background check process has sped up tremendously, and um, that that has been a big plus for us getting drivers back on on the road for sure. So we are we are super encouraged by that. And what about have you seen in terms of people coming? You see people coming out of retirement. I mean, if I, if I were retired and needed some extra money, it might be a, a, a good job to it's look a at. Wonderful job. It, um, but the problem is that you still have some folks that are, um, I think, a little bit reluctant to be out in the workforce, whether it's our industry or others. Um, and and you have some maybe that are coming back in, but some that have decided to uh, retire and, and not get back into the workforce. It, it's almost balancing itself out. But it, that is a major demographic for us, um, a, a semi-retired or fully retired individual that is, you know, looking to stay busy, looking for a little walking around money. You know, all of that, that's, that's ideal. We, we, we love those kinds of applicants and, and drivers. We're talking with John Hipsher, COO of MNJ Bus. Uh, as well as vice president of the Connecticut School Transport Association. Uh, two two last questions. I mean, you run a business. I mean, how is? I mean, you can't share too much information. But ha- has this been more pressure, like on your PNL, or are you still able to run your business as well as you've been able to run it in the past? For business-wise, it, it puts pressure on on all the school buses, uh, school bus companies for sure, um, because not only is there um, ongoing wage pressure. None of our other costs um, in this very you know turbulent economic time have have gone down. Right, gas, so, obviously, absolutely everything yeah. in terms of the parts that we use, 
um, you know, just uh, you just figure out your other staff and, and running your business, um, electricity costs. There is not one aspect that we are seeing in our industry that has any decreasing costs. And the, and the last thing, is there anything else you want people to know, you know, parents out there or, or anything from your perspective that we didn't would touch on today? I think the patience of moms and dads out there has just been fantastic. Um, a, a couple of uh, you know, events that we did and hosted down at our old Saybrook headquarters the last few years where uh, we had media there and, and talking about um, the shortage and letting it know, be known for moms and dads as well as the administrators. Uh, you know, how difficult it is for us right now. Just their understanding and patience has been tremendous and super appreciated. All right, John. Appreciate the comments. I, I, I really am grateful for the honesty, and I'm, I'm sure our audience is as well. We, we appreciate the time. Thanks for having me on. All right, John Hipsher, Chief Operating Officer for M&J Bus, also uh, Vice President uh, for the Connecticut School Transportation Association. Uh, it's, it's a tough setup. I mean, he's got to run a business, and you can't make – it's too expensive – as he says, I mean, I, I wonder because I'm thinking, like, how do you make it better? Well, what if you made some of these jobs full time? And he, and it sounds like from the, you know, the expense to them that they would have to pass on to the school districts. It's just, it's not possible. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.